establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to episode number 44 of Make It So. Hello, welcome. I'm Mike Dawson. I'm Richard Smith. And this week, a suggestion from Robert Bolt. Holt. Holt. Malt. 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 <laughs> that, that was it. Robert Malt. That was not a caref- that carefully w- choreographed joke. That was us being morons. Yeah, completely fucking up what we just memorised literally 30 seconds ago. Anyway, Robert Malt, <laughs> as in a malt loaf. I'm glad we only... Spelt no, that it. would be M-A-L-T. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, it's not like that at all, actually, is it? It's M-O-L-T. O-L-T, as in Robert Malt. Robert Malt, yeah. Um, yeah, who suggested that we talk about the politics of Star Trek internally so not Same the phrase the the chess game the, of the alpha quadrant the chess game of the alpha quadrant so no, not talking about allegorical politics or how uh the Klingons represent the japanese or the the soviets depending on which area you're talking about this week we're talking about the chess game, the of, chess the game alpha quadrant. of the alpha quadrant how each and every race maneuvers around the others the politics okay who likes who who doesn't like who who doesn't like who, who are bezzy mates yeah bezzy bezzies it's a current word the young people are using it are they now i believe so damn young i saw it on music television when only last week you called it music television yes you did call it music television okay that makes you officially old i was now, i was doing an impression of an old person uh, i was i'm not old now you just need to criticize the music and say it's just noise it's too loud it's too loud it's too loud and it's just too much damn noise give it 30 years and you'll be telling them to turn it up i turn it up yeah because i'll be deaf your hearing goes yeah Ah, yeah i see Mm. and then you'll be telling them to turn it down again because it's just noise it is just noise though Mm. but anyway we digress we do let's talk about the chess game of the alpha quadrant okay i want a thunder noise to come in say that i might put that in I'll probably not do that. Yeah. Chess game is a difficult one uh, in terms of our, our major metaphor here because a chess game has two players. This is more like a game of... Multiplayer chess. Multiplayer Massive chess. multiplayer online chess. Right, okay. Not online, though. Real life. Massive multiplayer real life chess. Okay. It's not really chess. You no. have to give it it's a new name. It's actually nothing like chess whatsoever. No. But- but it's, it's a game, a game of chess game of in terms strategy. of how people move around. I suppose that is similar to a game of chess, but the problem of an actual game of chess, as in physical game of chess, doesn't really work. Now, the thing is, is that the Alpha Quadrant grew up to be what we know it mainly in the next gen and Deep Space Nine and Voyager timeframes. Yes. But it didn't really move a lot or change a great deal. People just lived in their own bits and felt what they felt about each other until the end of Deep Space Nine when the Klingons went a bit mental. Uh, Other than that, it sort of remained the same. Mm. Mm. So, the major players of the Alpha Quadrant. The Cardassians. You went straight in with the Cardassians there. I thought I'd throw something in a bit of left That is the lizard-faced, goldicott, people, grey spoonheads. Very militant, very dark... Uh, Not always militant. Of a of a dictatorship type. Yeah, although there was never structure. the political structure. Yeah, okay. The the actual political structure of the Kardashians was a little bit vague, because at one point Gold Decap becomes the leader of the Kardashian order, and then Demar, and then 
but like before all the Dominion crap, like who was actually in charge? Because there was a civilian government briefly, and then there was like people before that, and it wasn't really a dictatorship. But was it a dictatorship? I always got and... the feeling it was communist esque sort of thing, not actually communist as such, but something. Yeah. We were meant to get that sort of dark foreboding feeling from it that we wouldn't like living there. Yes. I think. Okay. They were generally a very secretive sort of race and didn't really get involved. Yeah. But it turned out there was a war between them and the Federation. Yeah. You know, it was just mentioned in passing one episode. But anyway. That was the first episode they appeared in. Yes, it was, wasn't yeah. it? Yes. And they're never really mentioned again, apart from a couple of references with O'Brien, but that was it. It's not you, I hate Cardassian. No. Anyway. We okay. have the Federation, who are the big players, but... Well, you know what? They're really not that big, are they? The thing with the Federation is that, well, yeah, they are big players. With your major players are the Kardashians, the Romulans, the Federation, and the Klingons. Yeah, there's your big four. Add a push the Ferengi. Okay, but not so much later on. They kind no. of changed the Ferengi a bit. Okay. The Ferengis were kind of like a big superpower thing, but then they decided they... No, no, they're just a quirky little race, actually. Okay. Um, okay. And we'll never see one of those Marauder Raiders again. Anyway, that looks so much like sand shovels. I thought they were really cool ships, the Ferengi. They, they look like you could make a sandcastle with them, you know, just you grab think? them. And, yeah. Maybe, the front maybe bit. they sell those. And, and, the, and the one that... The Vulcan ship that lands at the beginning of... The very end of First Contact... That, that was cool. That looked like a Ferengi ship. Did it? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Never mind. Because I thought at first when the, the, they landed, because you didn't know who First Contact was going to be. What was the alien race? Oh, oh it was always going to be the Vulcan. I, I didn't know. I didn't realise until right at the very end. I was like, oh, oh no, who's, who's on, it going to be? On. They say it's the Vulcans early on. Do they? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Rewatch think it the was, film. I think it was a surprise. Rewatch the film. It was not a surprise. I think it was a surprise. Rich. Not a surprise. I think it was. Nope. Okay. No, no. I'm standing by. They say it. They say a Vulcan science ship. No. They say an. They're very vague about it. They say an alien ship is going to read that out, and because they're always talking to Cochrane, but they're not actually mentioning who they I are. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Because I, I remember being oh, in the cinema and thinking, Who's, who is it going to be? And I thought it was. A, I thought for a brief second it was going to be the Ferengi because it looked like a fucking Ferengi ship. No, it had to be the Vulcans. It had to be the Vulcans. but it, Maybe it, it was just so obvious that it was the Vulcans. That you didn't feel surprised. No, I... Yeah, because now I remember the end scene because he takes his hood off, doesn't he? Yeah, and it, as we, if we it all was... Go, <gasps> oh, he's got oh, pointy ears, yeah. he's a Vulcan. I yeah. get it now. But I... No, I think I was new... Mm. Weird. I don't know why. I don't think there's a line in there. Anyway, sure? anyway. Digression. So the Federation is basically a club of all the weaklings, really, isn't it? It's all the sort of... It's well, a club of all the people who aren't militant, people who are more interested in self-improvement and exploration yeah. and science and discovery. Yeah. And they sort of band together in peace and harmony in a federation of planets. Yeah, but they only collectively make up about the same as the Klingon Empire and the Romulan Star Empire. It's like Europe. So, yeah, all right. It's it's the it's the interstellar Europe. Interstellar Europe. That's what the Federation is. It's Europe. It's more like yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Different cultures and different. Yeah, I suppose it's more like Europe than the United States. It is. Yeah, more like Europe than the United States. Hmm. 
The Klingons would be the United States. The Klingons? The Klingons. Next-gen Klingons. Now we're back to the allegorical politics. Maybe we should steer off this because we've, we've discussed this to death. Okay, sorry. So, all right, so let's say we've got the big four, and then subsidiary to that we also have Ferengi and Breen. And oh, the brain! I forgot about the brain. The brain. Well, the brain—they kind of just sprung on you at the end of Deep Space Nine. <coughs> said, "Oh yeah, by the way, these guys are really hard as well." And you're sort of like, "Really?" Because they, they always never... seem like a bit of a pointless race to me. They, you know, the whole talking and you know, like, how do we feel about the whole brain Princess Leia at the beginning of Return of the Jedi outfit? So yeah, because there's no doubt that they got those props from the same place. Yeah, I, I think, think they got ripped off. Someone did. Someone did, yeah. Well, clearly it was the Star Trek guys because it had already been done. They were just tall versions of the same bounty hunter, weren't they? It, it, they really were the same, and it's just worth mentioning because it's not like, oh, if you look at them in the right angle. They're, they're the same. same. They are the same. Yeah. Very strange. But at no point does a brain ever pull out a thermal detonator, which would have been a lot cooler. They should have done that. They should have maybe been. would have won the war had they done it. Possibly. Possibly. There you go. But they so had energy dampening weapons, and they, they were, they were quite, quite cool. cool. Yeah, they were very cool. But yeah, they, they sort of like sprung out of nowhere as a kind of like. And then you had like other things like the uh, the Orion Syndicate or things like that. Oh, they were like an organised crime thing, though. They could be any any species yeah, or race. That's different, actually. Not what I'm talking about. There's the ones at the end of where the warrior, when Worf is considering going off and uh, working for a group of people, uh, the Neighborite Alliance or something like that. And I can't remember exactly. Oh, like the Federation, but a shitty Federation. Yeah, a shitty little... The one next door. The one just over there that, you know, yeah, you can go and work there if you, if you don't like it here anymore. Go run away from your problems, Worf. See, and that's like Eastern Europe. Yeah, it's a long way away. It's it's getting there, but it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a big distance away. I don't know. Maybe more like Southeast Asia. Anyway... The it would, it would be it would God, it would work exactly like Eastern Europe because you'd have people coming over from the the broken federation over to the big one and they'd do work and then they'd save up lots of money and piss off back and then, and be, then the federation would be like ah but there's no dentists anymore and yeah. that's what would happen and then we have to get Klingon dentists and then the whole thing just breaks down exactly and, you see you know, like, there you people go. end up with Klingon teeth whole generations worth Klingon haircuts bad idea. Exactly. Klingon shuttle taxi drivers. Oh. Oh, no. They don't obey the space highway code. <laughs> if there were such a thing. I always wanted it to be sort of like space balls with the Winnebago's and the, the lanes and traffic and stuff like that. There must be some sort of... This is way off topic. Yeah. But there must be some sort of rule governing... Traffic codes. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no speed limit, is there? What point, nine point... You know, well, no. There's the speed limit later of warp five. There is also the speed limit within a solar system, isn't there? There's a sort of like oh, that was that was an original series movie thing to be played with as we yeah. saw fit. Suddenly, uh, in the motion picture, we can't go to warp within a solar system. Yeah, we don't know why. It will never be an issue again. But <laughs> apparently, if you do, it creates a wormhole. That's right. Yeah. So, for how what, do you create a wormhole? What you know. There are certain things that we get in original series time frame that you think, why is no research being done on that? Why is that not more widely spoken about in next-gen time frame? Mm. Like time travel. Yeah. In in Kirk's era, all you got to do is uh, slingshot around the sun. You're in time warp. Does any star, you know, do that? Is it just the sun? 
It was kind of like the movie logic, wasn't it? It was sort of the whole, you know, anyone who's just dipping in for Star Trek Four, oh yeah, you can just slingshot yourself around the sun. That does it. We we yeah. know this. This is this is the way you do it. No one looked into that any further. No. That no. was never come up with again. No. And and what else? You see, that one is so flawed because the theory is you can't go faster than warp nine point nine whatever. Yeah. But they clearly did in order to go back in time because they have the ships that can go at warp 9.99 and they don't go into time warp. They did not a few times in the... What was it? Uh, There was an episode of Next Gen and I think there was an episode of the original series where they go at warp 13 or something like that. And then there's an episode of no time warp there. And the whole creating a wormhole by going to warp within a solar system. Is no one looking into that? Mm. Is that just forgotten about or taken as read that that's what happens? Or if you go to warp 9.99999 and you get a guy in a spacesuit and he goes out and gives it a good kick at the back. Yeah, how fast is it going then? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think it works like that. I wouldn't want to be the spaceman either. I suppose you could do it. I'm not even going to think about that. No. Back to the politics of the Alpha (laughs) Quadrant, because that was too weird. Okay, so what we're talking about really is the cluster of minds, the cluster of groups. So, yeah, you've got the the Federation, who are the nice little club, the nice little people who who all get along because they're all kind of weak and they they band together and together they're strong. And I'm doing a Thunderbird impression right now and I don't know why. I'm told a good metaphor for the Federation is root beer. Root beer. Ah, yes, because it's insidious. Yes, and all of that. Yeah. Uh, Now, the Federation weren't always friends with the Klingons. No. But they are in later time periods. Yes. And then not again. And then they really, are again. they are sort of anyway. Yeah. But then they're, then they're better friends after that. Yeah. yeah. But they're not part of the Federation, and that was always the trick. They never actually became part of the Federation. As we've said in previous episodes, the Klingon Empire is effectively like the Federation. There's a whole bunch of planets in that area full of alien races that are just enslaved to the Klingon Empire. So, oh, we'll treat the Federation all right because that's a separate entity. See, that's never really mentioned. No. Well, that would be a bit of a bit of a dark thing for them to sort of uh, tag on to. It's like, you know, all of those aliens that you know, we never see on your Klingon battle cruisers, what are they doing for you? Mining dilithium? Doing are things like that? Are they really slaved? Well, if you look at the fucking map of where the Klingon Empire is, it's about the same as the Federation. It's about the same size as the Federation. I so understand, but... There Ro- has to be alien but, races in there. Yeah, they do. I understand that. But yeah. the, the Roman Empire ruled most of the world at one point, and yeah. all the nations weren't enslaved to the Roman Empire. Well, not Empire. necessarily enslaved. They were, but, just became part of it. Yeah, but thumbed down. But why do... Well, they must, there must be some sort of bias, because otherwise you'd see a collection of different aliens on board. You would do, wouldn't you? Klingon... Battle cruisers, you wouldn't just see Klingons. You'd see a Klingon Empire crew, mainly dominated by Klingons, as Federation crews are mainly dominated by humans, but you see other aliens on there as well. So the other aliens within the Klingon Empire can't be equal. I think we've just run into something that they've not thought about on Star Trek enough. I think it's, they're the Klingons. We'll call it the Klingon Empire because that sounds big and menacing. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be that big and menacing, though. Yeah, so like, yeah, I think... I think that, or maybe it is the same on that map, that two-dimensional map. Maybe it is actually a large uh, section of space, but it's really thin. Yeah. It doesn't go out very far, so there's not actually that many planets in there. We don't get a lot of depth on maps. No, apart from when they go to stellar cartography in that one scene in Generations. And a few scenes in Voyager. 
Yeah. Do they? Yeah. All right, I didn't know that. I was watching a little bit of that the other day, little clips. Yeah. That sort of thing. You know the outtakes of Star Trek on YouTube? Yeah. It was the program that that was taken from. Right. And Janeway pissed me off on that as well. (laughs) Was it Janeway or was it... No, it was Janeway. Was it the group or was it actually just Janeway? Oh, the group didn't get on because they're not worth it. Right, okay. They had the guy who plays George in Seinfeld doing a Captain Kirk impression throughout, but the cast of Voyager, they left out. Right. They just something to think about. No, consider, ponder, maybe, have a look over. A short, fat, bald Jewish guy doing an impression of Captain Kirk. Didn't work. No? You, you'd have been better at it. Oh. Well, thank you, Richard. I'll take that as a yeah. backhanded compliment, I think. Uh, okay, so... The Klingon Empire, they were all big and hard and everything and tried to invade territories, but then decided, oh, actually, uh, we won't do that anymore. We're quite happy with our little little area here. They're the Klingon Empire for the new millennium. Right, the different, yeah. The the metaphorical new millennium, because they're still in the same millennium as us. Technically, too. Technically true. There you go. Uh, in fact, nothing. Technically, nothing. You just write. Yes. Um, okay. So yeah, they're they're the uh, the big bully empire of the original series, and then they become nicer they become, and cuddlier. And we we like to think of the Federation as us because yes. when we say us, that's the Federation because humans are in there. Yeah. We also have Vulcans and Dorians, a major founding race of mm. the uh, Federation. Jeffrey Coombs again, an excellent Andorian in Enterprise. Yes. The only good reason to watch Enterprise, actually, the Borg episode and any one of the ones with Trannon, because Jeffrey Coombs is just brilliant. If you want to see Jeffrey Coombs doing really good stuff, then watch any of the Deep Space Nine episodes of Wei Yun. I want to see Jeffrey Coombs just in stuff. What else has he done? Nothing. Nothing else. Nothing else. He's just Star Trek's little chameleon actor. You, you, oh, all right, we've got a part that we don't know who's cast for this part. Jeffrey because, Coombs. Yeah, let's get Jeffrey in because he can do it. Oh, there's this is part over here and no one really knows how to perform it and do it and it's it's really different to most things that anyone's ever done before. Who could we get to do that part? Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Anyone got Jeffrey's number? Yeah, okay, Jeffrey can do it. He's, Isn't Jeffrey already playing a character in this episode already? Oh, it doesn't matter. He's dial two on everybody's phone. Yeah. Speed, speed dial one being because your mum. Yeah. Well, they even got him in. Not your mum. Yeah. But. Avery Brooks was off sick. Jeffrey Coombs, could you could you do a Cisco for us for a couple of weeks? That's it. Well, Jeffrey, you, and Jeffrey you Coombs. Know. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't Jeffrey know. Coombs played Cisco for two seasons. He did. Didn't 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 know. If you write in and tell us which season, we'll uh, send you Craig as a prize. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a hell of a prize. Depends on how you look at it. That is depending on you, how you, you look won't at take it. the bins out. No, he won't. Uh, for more of that, you can listen to Men of the House. That's out on uh, Fridays and Tuesdays. Uh, anyway, that was a shameless plug. That was a we shameless plug. At the plug. End, that right was in the middle. That was right plug. in the middle of the show. There, that was that was really bad. So the Romulans. Now this is where the nobody game of chess. Nobody likes the fucking Romulans. Nobody likes the, the Klingons Romulans. Don't like the Romulans. The Romulans the don't like don't, the Romulans. No, do, the Cardassians don't like the Romulans either. Not much. No. Not much. There was kind of that rivalry between the secrecy thing with the Tal Shiar and the Obsidian Order. And, I always but then felt, they got along and they, they made that big fleet and then they all died. Yeah, I always felt that, the you know, the Federation would become friends with the Romulans. Yeah. And then sort of the Klingons would come around, because yeah. they do. Yeah. And then, well, Cardassia, it, it depends what time frame you're talking about, because I, I tend to think of present day of Star Trek mm. as sort of the end of DS9 even though technically I suppose it's the it's end, end of, of Nemesis, Nemesis isn't it yeah but 
nothing else really happens with the stories of Deep Space Nine, so I'm going to count that as, as what happened. So, Cardassia is on its arse. Yeah, Cardassia is fucked, it's buggered, it's, and it's so going it to need just, massive rejuvenation. Yeah, it asks for help and needs help and all that sort of thing. Mm. Once Goldacott dies, it's mm-hmm. ruined the end of Deep Space Nine for you. And so I think they'd just come into line. They'd sort of be, they may be sort of dissolved into the Federation. The Romulans? No, the Cardassians. The Cardassians. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, uh, otherwise, like we were saying earlier, you've got to get to a sort of World War One, World War Two situation where, you know, a couple of years down the line, the shame of defeat, hysterical wave of nationalism, think? No. rise up under a charismatic no. dictatorship, blame it all on the Bajorans again. It's always the fucking Bajorans. It is. It? Those yeah. bloody Bajorans on their little bloody planet over there with their celestial temple. Blame them for the demise of our entire empire. It wasn't them, it was Goldacott. No. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the Romulans were the, the tricky ones. They're the ones who they always liked to keep secrecy and they disappeared for 70-odd years and then they came back. Yeah, they did that in the original series as well. Yeah. And there was strangely a Romulan ambassador in the end of Star Trek VI, but hey... And in Star Trek V. Oh, yes, there was, of course, yeah. in Star Trek V. The intergalactic planet of peace. It was sort of like the planet of Ibiza, wasn't it? It was It, <laughs> it was horrible. It was deliberately well, horrible. If but Ibiza kind of... was really, really shit, then it would be like that planet. Yeah. And if it was a planet, of course, but we're not, yeah. Yeah. you got to shoot me for that's a field how, of holes. That's what I always thought it was, like, the you know, the interplanetary Ibiza. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes there and gets fucked, but really, that's Riser. Actually, yeah. they well, must have nightclubs and drugs on Riser. Yeah, but Ibiza's not nice. Riser seems Ibiza's nice. Ibiza's a lovely place, so I'm told. Especially if you're well mad for it, raver in I, and uh, or you like the scenic sort of views. Uh, so hmm. I'm told. I've never been. No, I have no desire to go. Me neither. I'm not mad for it. No. There may have been a time when I once was mad for it. But mad to, for it. Now I don't even know what it is anymore. No. Or why for. So, Ibiza, Intergalactic Planet of Peace. Where were we? Work your way back. We're working way, way back. back. Star Trek V. Romulans. Oh, no, I'm stuck Romulans. on Star Trek V now. Ambassadors. Romulans. Secret Romulans. Secret, secretive Romulans who then, yeah, turned from looking like Vulcans to looking like humans to looking like Vulcans again to looking like a different thing altogether. I was happy. They're sort of, they're an extreme Vulcan. They've sort of got the ears, but they've got this frown. Yeah, those, well. those are the two ridges, the yeah, diagonal the ridges. ridges. But they don't have that in the original series or in Star Trek V or in Star Trek VI. Well, blatantly, makeup techniques got better. Yes, but Star Trek V and Star Trek VI were made at the same time as Star Trek The Next Generation. It's, we're pointing out too many holes here. Well... I feel bad. Well, because there's the whole ridges issue as well. The fact that the... Okay, there's, there's always... We always say, all right, they didn't have ridges in the original series, and then suddenly they had ridges in, in the next gen. But we never really go on to the fact that in the movies they had ridges, but they had less ridges. Maybe it's just a, a or was that a sort thing. of a generational? We're getting the ridges back now. Do you reckon all that like Christopher Lloyd was looking in the mirror, going, "You know what? A couple more years, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll grow back properly." You know, like dusting his hair and stuff, and maybe and that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know, but we never really had. You know, we explained that one, but we never explained the genetic problem with maybe with the Romulans doing the makeup. Yeah. Or the fact that why the Borg went from being completely pale, pasty white to scaly and lizard-like. Uh, or why... Wait, hang on, when did they go to Scalian Lizard-like? First Contact. 
There was a scaly and lizard-like one. They were all the scaly and lizard-like. They, scaly. they were all scaly and lizard-like. They were completely like they. Uh, granted, they looked a bit rubbish with the like powdered white faces in in next gen, but they were always powdered white faces. Because and then in in first contact, suddenly they, they were, were scaly lizards. Of other races that had been assimilated. Yeah, but they then suddenly became scaly were, rather than powdered white. They were they were not not scaly but slimy and sliver and like right. lizard-like. As if I didn't have enough to do tonight now i have to fit watch first contact you do that. you do because that's two things that's now. two things that you're getting wrong they weren't scaly they were not scaly they were, so they were lizard like scaly. but they were slimy and lizard like hang on you can't no you can't be slimy and scaly no i didn't say i didn't say i meant i didn't mean scaly i meant slimy and lizard like they were they looked like they were sweating a lot they did but they weren't lizard-like. They don't look anything like the Borg in Best of Both Worlds, Descent, Iborg, or... Oh, that, that's going to be a makeup budget. Or and, Q who. And person well, this is the same thing, thing, I'm saying. They look completely different. Like, the Romulans look completely different. Like, it's the Klingons look completely... It it's not a reimagining. It's it budget. who's doing it. Listening to the Nemesis... Uh, director's commentary. I don't know how you listen to all of that. Let me tell you, I've listened to that so you don't have to. People of the world, don't waste your time listening to the director's commentary of Star Trek Nemesis because it's possibly the most boring thing after the motionless picture. I was going to say, the only thing more boring would probably be if that guy did a commentary over the motionless picture. There's no offence to him in terms of his filmmaking abilities or his editorial abilities, but as a a guy talking over a film, I turned it off after five minutes. There was just like, and so now we have the fanfare of the Star Trek film. Do you know what it was? I wanted to have a nap in the afternoon. And then there's... So I put that on (laughs) and went and laid down on the sofa and closed my eyes and I was asleep in five minutes. Don't get me wrong, I like I like executive decision. I like my, my I like Star Trek making, Nemesis, but that guy, yeah, my, Jesus Christ. The point I was making was that he, he talked about how he changed slightly the colours of the control panels. Yes. To fit in. Like not not too outrageously, just different shades of red and blue and orange in them. Mm. And so you just think if he's gonna tweak shit like that and is perfectly allowed to, then people will do different ridges and things like that. Well, you can argue that as a sort of like four-year gap between the end of the Voyager and Nemesis, so or was it three-year gap or something like that? So you can you can argue that as a sort of like, well, that was just the just an update in the computer software. Maybe it's a a seasonal uh, thing for the Romulans. Yeah, I get fatter in winter. That's true. Maybe they get ridges in the springtime. Uh. I love ridges in the springtime. Yeah. My hair gets even darker in winter. Yeah, ridges in the springtime. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck we are this episode. We're, we're, we're all over the place. We're talking about the chess game. The chess game. just is very a, bad at it. This was, yeah, this is Mr. Malt's problem here. I'm Why, sorry, Mr. Malt. Sorry, Mr. Malt. We, we've let you down. I feel like we've done a really bad job of this one. We've not finished yet. How long have we been talking? Approximately 30 minutes. Oh, we're fine. We've got ages there. Okay, okay. Um, so, nobody likes the Romulans. They're nobody's friend. But we think they could be friends with the Federation and then the Klingons would sort of fall in after a while. Cardassi's out of the running because they're fucked now. Yeah, okay, okay. They're, they're just forgetting. Bajor would eventually join the Federation, although it's just one planet. I don't know why everybody's so bothered, really. That's because it's 
got the celestial temple and the wormhole to the gamma quadrant. It's not got it. It's just, oh, it has got it's it. It's in its territory. They have it. Yeah. How do they even have fucking territory? How do you mark spatial territory? Is there a fence? It's very weird, isn't it? Well, we don't have physical fences on the borders of our countries, do we? We not do on some of them. Some of them. Some of them have walls. <laughs> yeah, like North Korea. Well... But majority of them don't have walls around their borders. No. It would be impractical. It would be rather impractical. If you actually built a wall around... I suppose, in theory, you could. Why couldn't you? Given that space is no gravity. It would be considered very antisocial. It would be. It would block out a lot of light. It would also take a lot of effort um, and could possibly... I don't think it would be worth doing. You'd have to keep the star within the wall. I mean, imagine, yeah, someone built a brick wall around our solar system. What would happen? Would that change anything? I don't know. No. I think it takes cleverer men than us to, less to... time to dismiss that as a crap idea. Yeah. And not waste time <laughs> thinking about it. No, you've got to be thinking now. What would, what would be the practical problems? Other than the... These are the times that make me wonder if you dropped acid before I got here. No, the, the, well, thinking about it, just seriously here for a second, what would be... No what, st- would, what would stop you, other than of the obvious physics, of, of building a wall around well, uh, the solar if, system? If you're going to discount physics, then probably nothing. No, I mean, the obvious practical problems with us getting into space and actually building a wall. Well, you'd probably, you would block out the light from all the stars, wouldn't you? Unless you but built it around as long other as you, stars as, as well. As long as you built it around our star... Then we'd still have light. And within our, no with stars our, in the sky. our orbital path, you'd have to build it around Pluto's orbit. Would that then change anything? Possibly. Maybe not. Who cares, anyway? You do, apparently. No, I'm just curious about it now. I've never thought of it before. Nothing would... I don't care. And I haven't dropped acid. I know you haven't dropped acid. I was doing the crazy sort of television film-esque opinion of what acid does to people, as opposed to... If you'd actually done acid, you'd probably just be sat quietly. Yeah. Uh, Although you did turn into a Romulan while we were talking about them and the ridges on your head and stuff. I don't know what was going on there. No, I actually did. Did you actually do that, right? That wasn't hallucinogenic diet coke I've been drinking. You saw real life in front of you. I'm glad. I'll become a Klingon again between now and the end of the show and uh, see if you spot it. I look forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it right now. So... We, we're exhausting the chess game that's the Alpha Quadrant. The Breen. The Breen. The Breen. We don't know anything about the Breen. We don't brain. know anything about the Breen. The Breen are what? a dead end. Don't go down that road. It's not an ice, ice wasteland of a planet, which is what they always said it was. It was actually quite, quite humid, and I don't know why they wear those fucking suits. And they talk, and then they talk in garbled language, and yet everyone seems to understand what they've just said. It's really weird. Why do the Universal Translators not work for the Breen? Because they don't. Right. They just don't. Why won't my creative MP3 player sync with my Mac? Because it, it won't. It just won't. It just won't. Not that I'm trying anymore. No. Or I haven't done for a while. Maybe you should. No, why should I do that? Maybe just for a bit of fun. That's not fun. That's... Making technology work that is broken and has no purpose of working is not fun. That's a waste of time. Fair enough. I could be doing more clever things like putting things in the store and stuff like that. Mm. Recording podcasts, packing to go on holiday. As it is, I'm sat here at night talking to you about Star Trek. Mm. I think we should wrap this episode up. Okay. Because we've got nothing else to say about the chess game. We, we, we are blabbering. We haven't even touched the chess game. What, what planets would represent what pieces? I don't know. I don't play <laughs> chess. 
That, I don't that's play... a stupid question. The chess game is not actually part of... Yeah, never mind. That's then, then we end up doing a series of things that all the people of the Star Trek era represent. We've done their world in politics, and then yeah. we do them in chess pieces. We've... If all the people of Star Trek were dogs, what dogs would they be? Well, clearly... I think the Federation the would be a Labrador be... Collie crossbreed. <laughs> yeah, I think the Klingon Empire would be a Rottweiler, and the Romulan Empire would probably be a Doberman. A black Doberman. Okay, then what if all the people of Star Trek were cars? Well, then the Federation would quite clearly be a rather large Winnebago, and the Klingon Empire would be a massive fuck-off truck. A Humvee. A Humvee. And the Romulan Empire would probably be a small motorcycle, just darting in and out and occasionally fucking you up. This is brilliant. Carry on. Give me we another one. write these down. Okay. If they were all musical instruments or... Oh, musical instruments. Musical instruments. Okay, right. No, we're not doing this. This is ridiculous. You couldn't think of one, could you? I I could. Uh, Okay, (laughs) the Federation is clearly a piano because there are many keys. There are many keys and can make all the songs. All the songs, and it sounds lovely. Uh, The Klingon (laughs) Empire is clearly a uh, trumpet. No, an oboe. Big and deep and... How big do you think oboes are? I don't know. Uh, could you draw me a picture of an oboe now? A cello, I mean. A che- they're very different. Let's That's what I meant. Let's... A cello. A cello. That's the Klingon Empire is a cello. The Romulans are a French horn. So we have other shows on the Simply Syndicated Network. If you'd like to listen to more of Mike and myself, we are on uh, Movies You See, the world's greatest ever movie podcast. If you don't think there's enough insanity in your life, continue downloading. There's more to be had. There is. There Uh, is. Uh, Yeah, you can listen to the, The Definitive Word, which this week we're doing time travel. It's very good. We're talking about time travel. So if you like science you fiction... You said you're doing time travel. No, we're not doing time travel. We're, we're discussing about We're discussing the plausibilities of time travel in a very serious manner and then occasionally not very serious. Do you know what? I've just had a brainwave. No, you haven't. Lie, have, d- lie down, it'll pass. As we record shows, we should record promos for those shows that we've just recorded. Right. And then we can play them on other shows. That's, that's a good idea. I think we had that idea. I just think we're all so no, we goddamn record, lazy. No, we just meant like general, oh, like right. a make it so promo, but I mean like a promo for that episode. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, that would be good. Because that's what they do on telly. They don't have an ep- you know, an advert for EastEnders in general. They say this is what's happening this week. Uh, they do have adverts for EastEnders oh, in general. Oh, they also have that. We could also do that, but we have limited advertising space before we get on people's nerves. That's true. I think... Two adverts in a row would piss people off. See, this sort of advertising is more personal. Would you rather that we just put adverts on, or do you quite like the fact that we blabber on about I'm our shows? I'm up for both. You're up for both? That might be killing them with advertising, then. I, I don't know. To be honest, I think everyone hears this and then sort of turns off anyway and says, oh, they're talking about the other shows now. But it's internal stuff. It's not like it's buy this, buy that. It's like you might like our other shows. Yeah. So I, I, I like And they're the free. And they're free. They're free. They're free. They're all free. So I like the idea. Come of, on, like, a lot of you live in L.A. One at the beginning and one at the end. Massive commutes. Think Maybe, about it. Something like that. One Are at the beginning, still? one at the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, so anyway. Every show. You can also listen to movies you should see. This week we're doing Scream. It's good fun. It 
no, no we're not. not. We did no, we're not. Scream a fortnight ago. We did Scream ages ago. I don't know what we're, we're doing. We're recording this. We're recording something else. Two weeks before it's come out. Very confusing. All because Richard's going on holiday and everything's completely fucked. Yeah, Scream, so, you know, Scream, was, Scream what, was a while we back. We don't know what film is this no, week. No, we don't. We we've, don't not, know. It does, we've not recorded it yet. No. We Never mind. We've got it for another fortnight. Never mind. Oh, well. But it came out a few days ago. So listen That's to it. That's crazy. It's We're good. doing time travel, Mike. We're doing We're time travel. We're technically travelling forward in time through the force of recording something and then releasing it at a later date. That's ridiculous. Okay. Anyway. If only we could do it the other way and get the lottery numbers. Yeah. Then we wouldn't have to do it at all. No, we wouldn't. And then we'd have a paradox and the world would end. Yeah. 